0: Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, you have loved us, love us still.
1: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all of your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they be secure who love you. For my brothers and companions' sake, I will say, Peace be within you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast. In peace let us pray to the Lord, Comfort and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, your mercies are new every morning, and though we deserve only punishment, you receive us as your children and provide for all our needs of body and soul. Grant that we may heartily acknowledge your merciful goodness give thanks for all your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for this, the fourth Sunday in Lent, is from Isaiah chapter 49. Thus says the Lord, in a time of favor I have answered you, in a day of salvation I have helped you. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people to establish the land, to apportion the desolate heritages, saying to the prisoners, come out. To those who are in darkness, appear. They shall feed along the ways. On all bare heights shall be their pasture. They shall not hunger nor thirst. Neither scorching wind nor sun shall strike them. For he who has pity on them will lead them, and by springs of water will guide them. And I will make all my mountains a road, and my highways shall be raised up. Behold, these shall come from afar, and behold, these from the north and from the west, and these from the land of Syene. Sing for joy, O heavens, and exalt, O earth. Break forth, O mountains, into singing, for the Lord has comforted his people, and will have compassion on his afflicted. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is from Acts chapter 2. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. Attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. The Gospel according to St. John, the sixth chapter. After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about five thousand in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, "'Gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost.' So they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, "'This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world.' Perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself." This is the Gospel of our Lord. The Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, And I believe in one holy Christian and Apostolic Church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. <laughs> name of Jesus. Amen. Where are we to buy bread, they asked Jesus, so that these people may eat? Great question of the Savior, the Good Shepherd. Where, O Lord, will we get what we need? Such times today that might very well be the question as we are sequestered, isolated, quarantined, kept from coming here to this place. Where? Jobs, perhaps. People that have been laid off. People that are sick at home. Hospital beds that are scarce. Masks, gowns. You watch the news and you are filled with a a sense of of fear, of of dread. It's it's, it's worry, worry everywhere and, and not a drop of hope to drink. So where, Jesus, where, where are we going to be able to buy bread? Where are we going to get what we need? There's a large crowd of people in our gospel text for today. 5,000, we're told, and that's, that's just the men, not counting the women and the children. They had seen the signs of Jesus. They had seen these amazing miracles where he made the blind see. He made the deaf hear. He made the mute speak. What were they looking for? And his own apostles, (laughs) the inner circle of the church, the active membership, if you will, they were right there along with them, but they are filled with the same fear and the same questions. Where, oh Lord, are we going to get what we need? How is this going to take place? I remember as a young boy, my parents worked diligently just to put food on the table. And I remember a time where <laughs> the money wasn't coming in. My parents were always self-employed and the current business venture was was not going well. My mom was good at the time. You might remember all of the food co-ops that people used to have. I assume they still have that probably in more rural parts of the country today. And she was part of a food co-op with, with other people in rural areas and they would buy bulk food together and then they would, they would gather together at somebody's barn or house and they would divide up the rice and the flour and the sugar and, and all these things. We had our own chicken, so I must say we always had plenty of <laughs> eggs and fried chicken when we wanted it. But I remember times were tough. And I remember the meals for a few days were, well, they were stretched. The soups were a little watery. There wasn't quite as much meat and vegetables to go around. And I remember at breakfast one morning as we were finishing the last box of cereal or granola, whatever it was, that mom and dad told us, this is all the food we're going to have for today. Don't worry, we've got plans, we'll, we'll feed you tomorrow, but this is it for today. I remember being a young boy and, and thinking about that, and, and to me, it was like it was the end of the world. I was used to getting three squares a day of sumptuous food. My parents still to this day, great cooks, and I was told that that little bowl that I had was, was all I was going to have, and I thought the world was going to end. When something is taken away from you that you're used to, You fall into the same trap as Philip and all the rest. Where, oh Lord, are we going to get what we need? How in the world is there going to be enough? And your sinful nature takes over. And you worry, and you fear, and you become despondent, and you become chicken little. The sky is falling, the sky is falling. But we're not left there, are we? If we were... And for those, perhaps, who have no faith, I, I shudder to think at how you deal not only with what we are dealing with now, which, which, to be fair, will be a little bit of a blip in history, probably down the road, but one will remember. Jesus shows up. Jesus comes. The disciples, to their credit, say, okay, we've got a little bit to work with. We've got five barley loaves and two fish, but... Come on, Jesus. (laughs) That's kind of like a joke in the midst of the situation. How is that going to feed 5,000 people, not counting the women and the children? And Jesus tells them take a seat, sit down, relax. Meaning, I've got this, is what he really says. Because when you're sitting down, you you can't move around. When you're sitting down, you're, you're, you're relaxed, you're humble, you're expectant, you're resting. So what does Jesus want you to do in the midst of all that's going on now? Well, I think his words today are pretty good. Relax. Have a seat. I've got this. I've got you. Now we're told there was much grass in the place. If you haven't read Psalm 23 in a while, I'd encourage you to do that. The pastures, the good shepherd, there's beautiful grass. It's a nice place to rest. And see, that's the place that that you are always in because of your baptism, covered with Jesus, your very name written now, attached to his family tree. He, the Most High God, who has given you his name and brought you into his family, and he says, hey, I've got you. Just like my parents said, hey, it's going to be okay. We'll get through the next 24 hours. My parents were right. That was not the last meal I ever ate. I don't know if the camera adds 20 pounds, but I'm doing okay. He sits them down there in the green grass. About 5,000 in number. Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, as we do before and maybe after every eat meal, He recognizes that that even this little bit, these five loaves and two fish, have come from his heavenly Father, and not just for him, but for all people. Such is the incarnate Son of God, God in the flesh made manifest, who has come as a divine gift for you in the midst of all the times of your life. And Jesus gives thanks. He gives thanks for the Father's generosity his love and his care he trusts that his father will yet give what is needed at this time and place just as he trusts as he hangs and bleeds upon the tree crying out father into your hands I commit my spirit as he hangs and bleeds and dies there this good shepherd trusts the father always to his very last and final breath how much more those of us of little faith, how much more should we trust the wonderful grace and mercy of our Heavenly Father, who through Jesus Christ says to you, I've got this, who trusts that he will provide in the midst of all changing times and seasons. Jesus distributes to those who are still yet seated, who have done absolutely nothing such is your salvation. You can't cooperate in it. You can't make a choice for it. Your Heavenly Father rescues you through His Son. And now He promises in this life that He'll give you what you need. He'll provide things still for you to do. The Lord, after all, has good use for you. They all ate. And not only did they eat, our text tells us here from John's Gospel that they ate to their full. <laughs> My boys do that quite often in their house. They love it when we have seconds or sometimes thirds or sometimes when there's enough food left over that they can, they can pack it up for lunch the next day, especially when it's something their mom has made that they love. Jesus gives so generously that there's food left over. An amazing, exponential amount of food you want to talk about the exponential spread of the virus and what might still await us in the next coming months, when you are thinking of such things, when you are filled with fear and worry, I want you to come back to this text and realize what Jesus does. He gives even more than that exponentially, generously for you. He gives His very life that through His death and His resurrection, you might have hope, you might have comfort, that you might know that that you are one of the redeemed, that you are part of his flock, this beautiful good shepherd, this wonderful, loving good shepherd who knows your needs and will provide for you. So let us repent of our fear, shall we? Let us repent of our worry. Let us repent of our chicken littleness. The sky is falling, the sky is falling, and, and let us see Jesus, he who has come, And not just for this life only, but for a new heaven, a new earth that he will yet bring. For a new body for you in the resurrection. God grant us such faith and such hope in all these things. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Please stand as you are able for the prayer of the church. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Almighty and eternal God, worthy to be held in reverence by all people everywhere, we give you humble and sincere thanks for the innumerable blessings that you have bestowed on us without any merit or worthiness on our part. We praise you especially for preserving for us your saving word and the holy sacraments. Grant and preserve to your Holy Church throughout the world purity of doctrine and provide faithful pastors to preach your word with power. Protect those who preach and give spiritual care. Give courage to fathers and all who teach and pray in every household. Help all who hear the word rightly to understand and truly to believe it. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, in mercy, bring to repentance the enemies of your church and grant them amendment of life. Protect and defend your church in all tribulation and danger and sustain with your spirit our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world who cannot gather together. Strengthen us and all fellow Christians to set our hope fully on the grace revealed in Christ, our Good Shepherd, and help us to fight the good fight of faith that in the end we may receive the salvation of our souls. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, bestow your grace on all nations of the earth. Bless especially our country, our leaders, Our first responders, be especially with all in health care, those who preserve and protect us according to the good gifts that you give, be with all of our inhabitants here in our state and our nation. Give us wisdom, charity, and courage in the midst of these chaotic times, and let your glory yet dwell in our land, that mercy and truth, righteousness and peace may abound in all places. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Compassionate Lord, graciously defend us from all calamity by pestilence, scarcity, famine, and every other evil. Spare us from disease and its fear. Protect and prosper all who labor in their rightful callings, especially those who remain in harm's way for the good of their neighbors. Be the God and Father of the poor, the unemployed and the homeless, the helper of the hungry and the needy, the comforter of the distressed and those who sorrow. Look especially, O oh Lord, this day upon the family of Alfred Welty. Watch over April Matz, Carol Hawk, and Sandy Kapeska. Be with Charlene Goldman, Mitch Elliott, and Mike Flores. Continue your care for Joel Zagel, for Shanna Ward and her infant daughter, Madeline Joe, for Jim Chronic, for Billy Fry, Brian Wheeler, and Ann Latimer, for Aidan Matz, for Olga Chauvinick, Lorraine Hardesty, Anne Latimer, and Doris Manfield for the continued work of Lutheran Child and Family Services in the midst of this trying time, for Laura Moore, Allie Weimer, Anna Beerman, Megan Dooms, Anne Mundrick, Ashley Ashley McFarlane, and their unborn children. And we pray, O Lord, and give thanks yet for birth that you give in the midst of of all times, for the birth of Mason Todd Dentry and for scarlet gentry, that you would keep them until the day that they are able to be brought here for the waters of holy baptism. For these and those that are upon our hearts and our minds, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Accept, we implore you, O Lord, our bodies and souls, our hearts and minds, our talents and powers, together with the offerings that we yet bring before you as our humble service. Fill us, your children, with hearts moved toward generosity, and keep your ministry and your church always before us, so that we may have compassion to help all in need as we are able. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Grant your Holy Spirit, O Lord, to those who are able to come to the Lord's table yet this day, and for those who yet with patience await the time that we may gather together, that your heavenly manna will continue to bless us in sincere repentance and firm faith, and to our abundant blessing, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Finally, Father, as we are strangers and pilgrims on earth, help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come, doing the work you have given us to do while it is yet day, before the night comes when no one can work, and when our last hour comes, support us by your power and receive us into your heavenly kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you. Be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We
2: lift them to the Lord.
1: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
2: It is right to give him thanks and praise.
1: It is truly good right and salutary that we should at all times and all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who overcame the assaults of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many that with cleansed hearts we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you
0: and saying,
1: are you Lord of heaven and earth for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our savior. With repentant joy we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus we beg you O Lord to forgive renew and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers. Deliver and preserve us. To alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he'd given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he'd given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins, this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Now may the body and blood of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you steadfast until life everlasting. Depart in peace and with great joy, your sins are forgiven. Thanks to you, almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift, that we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.